Ladies and gentlemen, I am Michael Cardoza. My name's Travis Miner. And you are watching the Fermunda Show and listening to the Fermunda Show on your podcast channel. So, uh, today's episode, we are going to talk about many fun things. Uh, it is episode number five today. Uh, first, I want Travis to please tell me, share a story with us. Uh, let us know how your weekend's been going, how, how your week was, did anything crazy happen? I'm fresh off a special event here. I just got here from a one-year-old's birthday party. My best friend's one-year-old just turned uh, one. (laughs) (laughs) How'd that go, man? A kid, a a baby uh, daughter. Shout out to my boy Ryan Noble there. Uh, Paisley's daughter, right? That was the one. That was the one. One years old. Congratulations. Fantastic. Congratulations, Paisley. Uh, I had no idea what to get a one-year-old for their birthday. Uh, they do it big, actually. It was huge. This birthday party was it's tacos everywhere. Okay, you would love it. El Pastor's with the little uh, love it. little pineapple stuff in them. I don't know what that stuff is. It was a uh, piña pastors. Piña. All I know is, damn, I had like ten. I've seen you go down on some uh, some tacos. Actually, that was bad. I have not seen <laughs> you. I have not I'm, seen hey, you go down on any tacos. I do, I do go down on but, tacos, but you've never. Whoa. Seen we eat tacos about twice, two, three times a week for lunch, because uh, that's just that's where we're from. That's and how we That's get what down. we do as men. Yes. We eat tacos here Taco in Tuesday Arizona. Every week. Yeah, but yeah, it was fantastic. Great little celebration. We were playing some beer pong in the uh, in the garage there, the old garage, and uh, it was fantastic. That's awesome. I uh, wish I was better at that game. I had tacos last night. Of course my you house. did. Of course. Yeah, it's not it's not a normal thing. In my household, to be honest with you. Now, you would think because I'm Mexican, but. No, that that wasn't why I thought that. <laughs> but the thing is, is that we uh, have made it a point to spend family time every Friday night, you know, just to kind of keep that that bond going. And uh, one of the things that we decided to do was, OK, look, I will cook. I'll make tacos every Friday or switch it up every now and then, you know, do maybe do enchiladas or burritos or just something. I, we want to do Fiesta Fridays. That was that was the theme, you know. Um, but, yeah, and then we sit down afterwards and we watch Disney Plus. <laughs> That's so, your jam right now, yeah, Disney dude, Plus? Dude, I love The Mandalorian, man. I'm hooked dude, on Dude, Netflix better watch the fuck out. They're going to lose out, man, <laughs> for sure. All this different shit Netflix is doing, taking out scenes, doing that. I don't know. I don't know. what the, you, you got competition now, man. You, you need to kind of pull back the reins on your – They need ne- to figure something out. I mean, they're doing good with the comedy thing because they're bringing a lot of comedy specials. But I think they, they need to really team up with somebody. DC. Where the fuck is DC? Sony. Is that DC? Sony? Probably. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it has a lot to do with legalities, contracts, all that stuff. But I think if DC finds a home, they can start developing their brand a lot better than, you know, than what they've been doing. Um, and and start releasing films and well, that, shows. There, and, there and, is just what you said. Better than what they've been doing. What, yeah, ha- what has DC done that makes you believe that they're going to make the right move? Bro, I love DC. Me too. I grew up, I was a DC guy, but sorry to say, Marvel's kicking the shit yeah. out of DC. It's, it's like true. Nintendo and Sega. I was a fucking Sega kid yeah. too. Nee. Sorry, man. Dreamcast was the last fucking thing, and then bump, Sega's done, man. Yep. If it wasn't for like old school arcade games coming back or anything like that, say, Sega! Man, I was a Sega. Sega! Through and through. But now, dude, you got to give it up for Nintendo. 
They stood out. I they still Nintendo, they are bro. still making good games. Over in Japan and everything, Nintendo rules, man. That's that's I'm down with Nintendo. Yeah, I Nintendo's Nintendo. the shit. I like the colors, man. Yeah. Lots of lots of pretty colors. And then my kids love Pokemon, so Pokemon? Pokemon's dope, man. I still gotta say though, I'm all always Sonic was one of my those rhythm Sonic, those rhythm man. games, those side scrollers where if you just get the rhythm right, you can get all the Japan. Yeah. Dude, I like the pretty colors. Yeah. You know what? Even when it looked like shit. They changed I was still, it though. I they was did. So they about did, that, dude. There's so many things that if people bitch enough or something, you now you're noticing like, all right, we do have the power to change things. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. But man, they did. They flipped the script on that. The whole they they made him look a lot less humanoid mm-hmm. and more cartoon. Cartoony. Like he should have been. Which is what they should have done in the beginning. And it does look a lot better. Like it doesn't look like they're trying to overdo it or anything like that. They yeah. did. They they went way too like with the little individual hairs on them and yeah, all that. They that went a little too just, crazy. It was stupid. Yeah. But and like split those eyes. But they listened to the fans though. The fans spoke. I appreciate that. And they've listened. That's really cool because it really could have been like one of those new Ninja Turtle movie kind of things or the uh, Transformers. Yeah. Where they're just getting overdone with the the yep. CG, you know, all that I, shit. I, I can't stand the new tra- uh, Transformers. Not the new Transformers. But I think, sorry, I think we're also dating can't ourselves, though, Turtles. too, because I don't think a lot of newer newer um, movie viewers and things know what we're, we're kind of looking back on as, yeah. like, you know, when, when people are actually kind of wearing costumes and using CGI to make the costumes look a little more, like, a little better. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I think now it's just it's all CGI. Yeah, you just kind of do it. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I guess for the new generation it's cool, but uh, when I sat my son down to show him Ninja Turtles, I showed him the classic. Oh yeah, you're talking uh, uh, like the the night the nineties. Ninety. What is it? Ninety two or ninety one? About ninety one, ninety two. Okay. Yeah. With classic. the suits. Man, that was the best. Dude. I, like, dude. It was so cheesy. Like the acting and the fucking storylines were kind of cheesy, but. It was still classic. I don't know what it is about us, but I feel like anything we talk about, we can always go back to our nostalgic Ninja Turtles. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we, we, we seem All to do. We seem to wrap it back. All conversation. Michelangelo, man, growing up, I'm sorry to say, uh, my hero growing up was I just wanted to aspire to be a party turtle. <laughs> I, I think you became a party turtle. I, I mean, I still I, I got the... <laughs> Pizza. Hey, got the old headbands there and everything. Yeah. I love pizza. <laughs> I I don't have any nunchucks yet. I want to get some nunchucks. I'll get you some. Oh, I don't believe you. I'll get you some. No, challenge. You guys, yeah. you guys heard it first. <laughs> you guy, you guy heard it first. So remember to remind me. To remind, remind me. Go ahead, go ahead, Mike. You, yeah, my nunchucks. I know. I get, you know what? I've been singing Alanis Morissette all morning, dude, because I saw that video of her and Jimmy Fallon where they're on the subway and they're disguised as somebody else. Did you see that? Oh, you were so going, awesome, man. Cross-eyed man. Dude, I got chills, man. Yeah, Every yeah, time I, yeah. I see like old 90s rock uh, bands or singers or just anything like 90s in today's, you back. In today's Put society, you back. I get like – and I get really emotional. You know what I mean? Why? Why do you think? Because it reminds me of my childhood. And I would, those were like good times for me, like during the 90s, man. It was really like the highlight of my life. All right. Hell yeah. Yeah. I Actually, that was my the highlight of my innocence, I think, because I was very, very young. I was very yeah. young in the 90s. I was born in 86. Not necessarily innocent for me, but just the, <clears throat> the innocent perception of my own life, like my, how innocent I saw myself, but okay. knowing that I was 
doing fucked up shit as a teenager, you know? Yeah, the teenage years is when you definitely start teetering on the moral, like, I'm doing teenage shit, but... <laughs> Still not cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, no, people are not going to be very proud of what I'm doing here. But uh, I think uh, during the 90s, I, that was my, like, elementary, preteen type thing. So that was very much like I was not innocent, but my innocent years. You yeah. know what I mean? Exactly. But that I think I got in more trouble during, like, I was very, like, I, I'm just like I am now. I tow the I tow the line, and that's kind of when I was a kid. You, you that's when you learn your timing, because that's when I got in trouble the most. Yeah, people even call me out now, even at work and things like that. Like you follow a lot of the rules and shit. It's like, well, because I've had a lot of practice at getting in trouble, and I know as an adult, like it sucks. <laughs> and you know, people look at me and they they get such the wrong perception of who I am in my past. Because of the way I look, like I look like a like a nerd. Nerd. You know? So when they, but what they don't realize is all the fucking dirt that I did growing up, man. Just the people I hung out nerd with. Nerd dirt. Nerd dirt. <laughs> okay. So speaking of which, um, going back to kind of that uh, innocent party phase and whatnot, um, we got some interesting news stories that I want to share. What kind of news? Well, first, why don't you go ahead and pull it up, man? This is a really cool story. The first one. Wait a minute. W- but what sort of news? Are we, is it like... Strange news. Strange news! Yeah! Strange news coming at you live from under in my mother's basement. Yeah. What's the first story? You got the first story here? Yeah, that's all, that's all you, man. Do you have all it pulled right, up or which, not? Uh, all right, it's cool. I can get it if you need nope. it. Nope. Yeah, the wild boars. Let's do Let's talk about this. What is that symbol there? Is that a pound or like a euro? What is that? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a euro. Here is the headline, ladies and gentlemen. Wild boar discover and snort 17,000 euros of cocaine. That's why when I read this at first, it was like 17,000 pounds of cocaine. Let me read more. Right. All right. Oh, it was in the Tuscan forest. I'm not sure where that's at, but it sounds like they're having a lot of fun partying nightly. All right. So it looks like uh, it's these wild boars. They sniffed out, destroyed a stash of cocaine in a forest, leaving some drug dealers around the area about uh, 17,000 euros out of pocket. Right. All right. This is uh, let's see here. Where the fuck was this at? These drug dealers, I guess, were heard complaining about the discovery by police. <laughs> so they were caught actually complaining about this 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 lo- large stash of cocaine yeah. that was eaten by boar. These guys were complaining on the they and the police heard them on tapped phones, so they had tapped their oh phones. So they they were listening in on a phone conversation, and then it says here the gang who are made up of uh, one Italian and three Albanians had buried a Class A drug in jars and were allegedly trafficking uh, two kilos of cocaine every month to the two cities of Arizzo and Siena. I don't have those names right. I'm sure I don't, but uh, fuck it, you know. Fuck them. Whatever. But uh, in jars? Damn. That's uh, those are gonna be some painful cocaine poops coming just, out of those. I just, I just want to see that boar though, man. <laughs> I want to see the after. Actually, I don't. I don't want to see a fucking uh, boar high on cocaine. Have you seen how big boars are? The uh, I've dude, never seen a boar in real life. Look it up. Look, dude, Google a boar. Work a boar right now, right here. The wiretap phone call led to the detention of the men 
and then they jailed the two others, and then they placed some. <laughs> they placed the other guy under house arrest. That was about it, it, right? It wouldn't happen to be the same boar that's on your T-shirt, dude. Pumba, I for Hakuna Matata, baby. Yeah. All right, it means no worries, dude. You know what? To tell you the truth, I think Timon and Puma were probably the smoke in the young huh? Yeah, they had the, the Kogiana, hmm? little yell. Hello. Let's get into our next story. It means no worries. Yeah. Our next story is Irish man finds a way to scam the scammers. Oh, yeah, I tell you what here. So, uh, let's see here. Ross Walsh received one of those emails asking for money. He replied that he was trying to send it, but the transfer didn't go through. Oh, man. Hey, I'm having a problem here. He was able to convince the scammers to send him money to verify the account. Hey, can you verify that account? I, I'm not getting anything. You can prove that it's real. Yeah, so he said he was try trying to send it. That's uh, but tricky. somehow he said the transfer wasn't going through. Mr. Walsh convinced the scammer to send the money instead to verify the account. He donated the resulting 25 pounds to charity. He told Ireland's L Limerick leader... Uh, he's done this before, and it won't be his last time. Uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> hold on. So he's done this before. Something like he did exactly what scammers usually do. Like that is one scam is to yeah. tell people, hey, oh, hey, like send me th this didn't go through. Like, all right, <laughs> I've done this before. Like what they do, I've worked for these people before, and I know how to get them back. That's kind of tight, though, dude. That is dope. Start yeah. doing this to people. You know what? What do you do if you get like a scam call or something? You know, people are like, have, what's what's your do you get them for one? I do. I get them every day. All right. From who? I don't know. I, you know, I've actually tried to answer them. Like how? What do you mean? I've, I've picked like up you, the phone you want to see what times. you're interested in. What they're... I just want to see who the hell is this person. And then I pick up the phone and it's either a machine or nobody answers or they hung up on me. So here's my thing. Here's because obviously I live with my elderly mother and she gets a lot. Like, like almost like every 30 minutes now, or something do like elderly that. people get more of those I calls feel like they might do? be targeted more because okay. I feel like ever since she like went into the 65 and up or you know in this you know yeah, a lot more came in but they, they really do prey on on the elderly I feel like that yeah yeah but uh, my thing is like you, you just can't avoid it sometimes and a lot of them is like a, oh your Microsoft account blah, 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 that one we were getting that one like almost every hour wow. things like that so we just kind of started playing with him like i would answer the phone it's like kermit the frog hello kermit the frog here <laughs> your microsoft account is going under like it's we've experienced technical difficulties you need to give us three thousand dollars for this one like, oh wow i've been out of business for a while man <laughs> come on over here on the streets great. Come oh, on, man. i'm an apple guy i don't have a microsoft account what are you talking about you all right so next story this one right. i'm gonna let you take the reins on this one man Oh, are these the cannibal ants? Cannibal ants. All right. Okay. This is a very long story, so I'm not really going to get into details about it. But it turns out that in Poland, there was these, uh, a, a large, large colony of these worker ants. These, these like, uh, I think they're wood, uh, wood boring ants, something like that. I don't know. I can't read clearly. I'm uh, Arizona educated. But anyway, there's a huge, large colony, like, you know, multiple queens and things outside of this nuclear power plant. And they have this exhaust pipe in the ground there. And a bunch of these ants keep falling down. Like a lot of the carpenter ants, the worker ants, it's a carpenter ant colony. And then the worker ants, the soldier ants keep falling down in this exhaust pipe. Well, they've been down there for years and surviving. Right, and it's not natural that these ants survive away from the queen and the colonies. The way they've been surviving is 
they've been picking out the weaker ones and eating them. So they've been cannibalizing and eating these other ants and surviving over these years. So these larger soldier ants that are not known to sur This is huge. This is huge, guys. I'm nerding out, but ants do not survive, all right, without their colony or without their queens, okay? So for these ants to kind of figure it out and cannibalize and figure out, well, one day we're going to find our queens again. We're going to find our colony. So these guys in the, in the power plant, they were like, shit, we got these nuclear ants. They're cannibals. We don't know what to do. Let's introduce them back into their colony. Let's see what's going on. They only did it 100 ants at a time. Because they weren't sure if these nuclear ants were going to come over, these cannibal ants, wow. were going to come over and start eating their colony. They were like, they were afraid, you know. These are a, these are a, a large indigenous colony. They, they don't want to lose their, you know, their indigenous ants. Bro, their there. bodies look so wicked. Yeah, these nuclear uh, cannibal ants. Like they're they're no, they like normal. Well, ants these are the the black bottoms. So the black bottoms, and then they got the, like the red torsos and everything. Yeah. These are like these are with those like black top. On see, their these heads. are like these are carpenter ants. These are pretty. Jeez. These are pretty carp common and everything. There, you, you can see them around here and everything. There's there's I, I think there's like 12 million different or 12,000 different species of ants. Very uh, captivating. It's very weird. Um, they started introducing just a hundred of these ants back into the colony because they didn't want they didn't want what was called known as ant wars to happen all right that's when any uh different uh, colony members gets introduced to another colony of ants and they'll start warring and it's horrible you know you, you, you know it's like braveheart man it's it's brutal you know blood everywhere ant blood that's, that's it's insane, i've man. seen it i've seen it a thousand times i wow. can't tell you guys <laughs> I tell you. but anyway so they they figured it out these cannibal ants they didn't eat the other colony and they started introducing them now they built this bridge you know to to help these ants that went down the exhaust pipe. I'm way too excited about a really nerdy subject about this because it, right. it was about this big. <laughs> it's pretty badass. But anyway, they introduced them back, and now they have a con they still fall down the shaft and everything. They get nuclear and all that shit. They, they get their special Superman powers, but then they come back to the colony, and then we're going to see some super ants, man. Ants are fucking crazy. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, they're so, fascinating for sure. I, I think we're all, we're all so lucky that they are as small as they are. Like yeah, I don't know. I don't Can you know. Imagine if they were as like, like you said, as big as a dog. Yeah, I was. I was thinking even as big as a rat, or even as big as a cockroach. I think like it, just the fact that they're as small as they are, we're blessed. Like something because they'd be fucking dangerous. They're in t they're more intelligent than I think a lot of us even realize. They're constantly yeah, looking for, sure. for escape routes. They're looking to constantly uh, devour, conquer. You know, just to keep to keep their horde, their colony alive, and. Uh, at any means necessary, you know what I mean? They're, they're survivalists for sure, through and through. Well, that's a pretty incredible story. We're going to go ahead and leave these links on our page so that you guys can uh, click on them, read up on, on that story on the ants, and check out these pictures because they're, they're pretty insane, man. Yeah. So I'm going to mention, if you, uh, if you ever want to learn any more about ants or anything like that, there's a YouTube channel or a, uh, yeah, a channel I would tell you to subscribe to. I'm a new subscriber, so I'm just going to give them a shout-out. It's called Ants Canada. Uh, dude is amazing. Very, very knowledgeable. Shows you a lot more than just ants and everything. He builds livariums and, and terrariums and things like that. It's very, very unique, and uh, it's a very special channel, I think. So check it out. If you're uh, just wandering down the rabbit hole on YouTube, just uh, give it a listen or uh, watch however you uh, look at YouTube. I don't know. Uh, it's called Ants Canada. You're welcome. And just so you know, uh, Travis and I are qualified to give the best advice 
for both relationships and parenting, especially Travis on the parenting advice. Uh, Word. Being that he has reared zero children in his life. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get into it. Our first uh, story is a relationship advice story. I'm going to go ahead and read that for you. That's my man, Mike, coming here with the best relationship advice you could use. So quality because he's been in so many. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. The story is called My Boyfriend Wears Me Out. All right. I've had this problem. My boyfriend texted his my friends. Boyfriend. My boyfriend texted, texted his friends that he was pooping me out on a date night so that he could join them to play video games afterwards. Posting anonymously because... I don't want this on my main. Okay, so she has a, a different account. Me and my boyfriend have been dating for a year and a half. I want to start by saying that for the most part, he's amazing. Communicative, usually. Responsive to my needs. Overall, a good person. However, awesome. we've been hitting a rough patch lately. For the last six months, our sex life has dropped significantly. From a couple of times to a, a couple times a week to a couple times a month, if that. Our latest dry spell has been three weeks. Sorry, hold on. Click that. Sorry. The German three? <laughs> I, I got distracted, dude. Oh, man. Okay, so my latest dry spell has been three weeks. There's always excuses. Depression, which I'm not dismissing. Mm. And have worked very hard to be empathetic towards and help him through. I'm working hard over here. Especially considering I share the diagnosis. Being sick, being tired from work. The C word. The last several dates we've been on, I've raged and sponsored. Our last one, I was especially looking forward to. Wait, they were raging with their sponsor? She says they. She used the word sponsor, meaning she probably paid for it. Oh, she's, uh, oh, stagging it. Our last one, I especially looked forward to since it was a very fancy place. And I was looking forward to spending the quality time. I'm always secretly hoping that the physical aspect of our relationship will reconnect. Despite my overt efforts, it hasn't. That evening. We ended the night short because he wasn't feeling well. Tonight, he looked the initiative. He took the initiative to take me out. Mm. Dinner was great. Delicious. Conversation was great until oh. later, he was showing me something a friend of his texted in a group chat. Let me show you this, baby. And the last thing that he sent to his friends in the chat was that he was pooping me out for a 9 p.m. bedtime How and would hopefully I? be on later to game. Let me get on that. I was livid. Pooping you out. I told him that it was inconsiderate for him to expect to wear me out on a date so that he can go play games with his friends. <laughs> Especially since he spent hours gaming with them the last three previous nights. He keeps telling me that it's not what he meant, that I'm reading it wrong, etc. But all I can see is that he was prioritizing. <laughs> what I meant is I'm going to put it together. in your poopers so I can come over here and game. He was just Pooping doing this so he can hop on PlayStation and play video games too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Why would he show his girlfriend his his goal, his agenda there? Well, it was a beautiful up. day. It was a look at what she was writing there. It was a, that was a beautiful letter up until you showed her the fucking evidence. You son of a bitch. You ruined it for yourself, dude. You ruined it for your fucking mates, yeah. all right? They were expecting a six-on-six six fucking battle royale, but no, homeboy had to get in trouble on date night, and now it was five-on-six. They probably fucking got wrecked that night because of you. You had to be a goddamn idiot and give up the fucking evidence, give up the goods to the lady. You never tell them you're pooping them out. Look, here's the thing. Never, tell, right? never, never tell them, Mike. Instead of, if you're with your girl... 
Edibles. Just give them the edibles, and the, the, it happens. If you're with the your edible lady, tells them. The, you, you should not be so worried about Call of Duty, but more of Call of Booty. Dude. Call of Booty. Well, you failed the duty of that booty, and for that, uh, there's no solution. There's no solution to that. You're just you're fucked on that. You probably lost a couple friends on that, a couple of... Uh, couple online gaming buddies and uh and your lady who sounds like she was okay with you gaming as long as it wasn't on your fucking date night time dipshit <laughs> you fucked up it's all your god fault, damn dude. it all right like there's time and place jesus but uh just, gotta, I, I feel. just put down the video games dude like why uh, mike that's fucking unreasonable don't tell anyone to put that what why <laughs> Why would you? What? I don't play video games. Why not? So I don't understand. You, you, video games is perfect for you because that's, that's, all right. Because at least then you're, she knows where you're at. You're at home. You're playing I'm, I'm video be games. i with you. You're at home playing video games. You run around. Here's the issue, you, you, okay? You shoot movies. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would rather be fucking than playing video games. All right? That's a fact. Actually, you, you, you know what? That's the one thing that'll get me to stop playing video games. It's fucking, yeah. Unless you're into... There, there, there is an actual porn fetish for that. Video game porn? Yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's the, the, the partner is playing video games while the other partner is fucking that partner while they're playing video games. I, I seen like the, uh, the strip club shit on uh, like GTA and stuff like that. That's pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the parenting advice. Dude. Was it wrong? For letting my two boys fight. Let's bring it down. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a parent with two boys fighting. Let's bring it down. In this corner, we got one. In this corner, we got another one. Looks like in this corner, we got an eight-year-old. And in this corner, we've got a seven-year-old. This is perfect for you because you have a brother. Yes. Actually, I have oh. a brother six years older than me. So I have. I, I grew up. I did not win a fight until I was probably about a preteen or a teenager. All right? Because the only person I fought was my brother or anyone that my brother knew. And that's why I have a stutter. All right. I know siblings don't get along most of the time. I have a brother and sister, and we all fought like crazy, but I've never seen kids like fight like this. Two, don't worry. It's not too bad. They would never admit it, but they can they can get along sometimes, and when they do, it's the cutest thing, I swear. My wife was away on a business trip. Her job forces her to take these classes in Arizona. Whoop, whoop, represent. Uh, all these people are from Arizona, dude. Every time we get a fucking crazy story, it's from dude, Arizona. Dude, zonies, it's the craziest life over here. Living in the desert, we got nothing to do other than drink, get more dehydrated and retarded. So we're not well-educated out here. I'm sorry, to, I'm sorry to say, everyone, but we do. We are very intelligent. We are very adaptable. We are like a bunch of human ants, all right? Except we don't eat. Well, sometimes we eat each other, but if we get in that story <laughs> another time. All right, they don't admit it, but sometimes they. All right, my wife was on a way on a business trip, and she takes these classes in Arizona. So it was just me and the kids for about two, three days. He says three. I said two. He meant three. They eventually got into a fight over something dumb like toys or something like that, and I got tired of always putting, uh, of always playing the ref. And I'm uh, breaking it up, so I decided to sit down and uh, let's see. And uh, okay, he's he's trying he's trying to coach him, trying to get them to work it out. And then a couple of times they started to look for me to help, and I just sat there saying, "You guys can figure it out." You know, he's letting them fight it out now and shit. All right, I can't remember exactly, but my oldest boy punched the brother. All right, I stepped in, but I got the good idea to do what my dad did did with my brother. I got a 
<laughs> he got a bunch of socks to let them box. <laughs> That's fucking great. This is brilliant. So he made some boxing gloves out of some dirty socks or something. So I imagine like he's got like a ball of sock in a sock and then puts it in. That's like uh, homie don't play that with like the sock. Didn't, wasn't he one slant? Homie don't play that. Cock Bam. in a sock. Bro. Cock in a sock. All right. But after about five minutes, they were both tired. Tired of beating the shit out of each other. No one was hurt, but they got all their aggression out. After the fight was over, I made them hug, make up, and say some nice things about each other. <laughs> That's the way it should be. That's bro. exactly kind of how, how like like MMA goes and everything. Like the fight's over, it's like, oh yeah, God, he all tried right. really hard. Kiss and make up, guys. Oh, no, kiss and make Or they're just jumping off the cage and fucking drop kicking each other. Like, oh fuck him, I'm gonna kill him in his sleep. That's what's probably gonna happen. All right, the next two days were definitely a little bit better. It's like they were a little more weary of fighting now because they knew it wasn't. I wasn't going to break them up or ref them out of it. All right. When my, when my wife got home, she asked me how the boys were, and I told them how, how, she let them, how I let them go at it. She was pretty angry at me. Uh, she was saying I shouldn't have let our boys fight each other and everything like that. I, well, I wasn't listening very much. But I told her that uh, me and my brother used to fight all the time when I was kids, and that doesn't really mean anything to my wife because uh, she has a brother. But uh, he was 13 when she was born, so 13-year difference. So she doesn't really have like that. that, she that understand. Yeah, you can't do that. Your your 13-year-old brother hits you. That's fucking. He's going to jail. That's fucking illegal, right? <laughs> I don't think anything was wrong because I mean, boys, especially brothers, they're gonna fight and they're gonna tell each other they're pussies. That's what it says here. Hey guys, I didn't say it. This guy's saying it. <laughs> After a talk with my wife, I wonder. I wonder if what I did was really bad. No, oh, he's feeling bad now. His wife's making him feel bad about it. I don't know, man. He feels bad. Now he's asking, did I do a bad thing making my boys box each other? No, fuck no. Absolutely not. No, these you, brothers, especially brothers, they need to know each other. They need to start teaching each other how to fight and how to box. That's the best you have a blessing, having boys within a year apart or anything like that. Look at, like, the best... Uh, best comp like the competition like combat sports anything like the Diaz brothers like boxing anything like that like uh, Mickey Ward and his brother you you grow up training like that you got you got you got a couple of dudes that are gonna protect you till you the fucking day you That's die what I'm man saying. jeez let them do it let them hash it out just yeah. like men should. That's siblings are supposed to protect you. You are raising a couple. You are raising a couple of butches and fucking Hanks right there. Not not fucking talons and and tailors and Hanks. But I tell you what though, when they get older. One person is going to be able to protect that other one and let them know. Like, hey, oh, there's going to be a couple things you. that happen yeah. with those two. Yeah, they, I mean, but they got each other's back. There's not there's exactly. not anything you have to worry about. You just have to teach them <laughs> timing and discipline and shit like that. That's fucking great, man. Yep. Let them box it out. But I, I don't know about the get them some real fucking gloves or something. Get them some fucking headgear. You did nothing wrong. Yeah, the CTE is real, man. Don't let those kids start but getting those fucking head injuries. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you this much. If they have that much aggression. As long as you're not fucking beating your kids, let them beat each other. They could beat the shit out of each other right is that that's the same they should they he should put them in some sort of boxing classes or something that's oh absolutely yeah. it, it, never too young for that shit you seen that like uh that ukrainian girl that goes around beating Fuck the shit yeah. out of trees in the forest dude oh my god put Break a link it. of that shit on i don't know how old she is like seven nine eight i don't know but this girl's walking around the forest in ukraine just, da -da -da -da, just knocking the shit out of trees fucking folding shit in half i think it's ukraine i think it's ukraine you russian ukraine something like that i don't know man but it's it's amazing. I think you got a blessing here, man. I think it's great. You got a little, you got a couple of little guys. As long as you you teach them timing, 
the only only two they they fucking deserve to do that to is each other. And then if other twos if other people step up to them, then they got to deal with two. You know that's amazing. That's great. You know I was right on the cusp. My brother was six years older than me. Yeah. You know, but I was a a bastard. <laughs> I would always get in the way and like just provoke him and shit. So I was always trying him. But everything, but you know, as soon as he got the teenage years or something like that, when he was a little too old to be fucking with me, yeah, he knew, you know. And then he was kind of like a more of like a protector. But then he, you know, he'd slap me around a little bit if I was stupid about something. And that's what brothers are for. Check this out. You have an older brother, younger brother. I I don't have, I have sisters. I have sister. That's yeah. right. She so slapped you around though. Here's I I, I got the video up right now, <laughs> and we're showing this uh, Ukrainian girl. She's beating the shit out of this tree. Look at that. And the tree's about to fall down. Yep. She'll knock that shit in half, man. Look, and I I highly doubt that this tree has termites. Okay. So. <laughs> dude, even her little voice, dude. Boom. She's like a little teddy bear. She like, sounds boom. like a little girl. Boom. She's like, hey, boom. it's like jiggly puppets. Dude, she will beat the shit out of fucking grown men, though, dude. <laughs> that girl hits you in the fucking leg. You're feeling that. She she punches you in the knee. You're not getting up. It's impressive. That's it's impressive. Cute. So put those put get find some real boxing classes for those kids. Obviously now they they realize like all right, if we fight and shit, like it's real, man. Like no no one's going to stop us and shit like that. It's like it's it's now it's I better have a fucking reason because if you get in a fight, you have to anticipate you're going to get hurt. You're going to get hit, you're going to get hurt. If you go into a fight thinking you're not going to get hurt, you lost that fight. Because as soon as you get hit, the whole world changes as soon as you get hit. You don't, gotcha. your, your plan goes out the window yep. and shit like that. Just like Mike Tyson says, everyone's got a plan until you get punched in the fucking face. All right, let's get into our next story. Okay. Out of control teen. <laughs> this is me? Me again? All right, out of control. Go Sorry, that, this is my problem going off on the rant. Out of control teen. I know a thing or two about kids, all right, because I have zero. My <laughs> 16-year-old daughter is out of control, all right? <laughs> I had a dog that lived to be about 15, all right? All right? I didn't know about teenagers, all right? So my 16-year-old daughter has been skipping school, drinking, and having casual sex with people. Oh, right. I feel like I've done it all. <laughs> done all I can. Uh, she even ended up spending some time in the juvenile detention center and is currently on house arrest. You got a fucking winner here, boss. All right. Let me see what kind of advice I can give to this guy. <laughs> Even with all this, she is still breaking every rule we try to enforce. Therapy. Grounded. Positive reinforcement. Can't do that shit anymore. The list goes on and on. I just don't know what else to do. And the worst part is, even while currently being on house arrest and probation, she continues to do things that are not allowed. Or not legal. The system does nothing. I'm at a loss. I really just need somewhere to vent. Well, sorry, dude. I don't have a fucking solution because these kind of girls are all, I don't know. This is just, you're, you're screwed, bro. You raised a stripper. Sorry. No. All right. I don't, wow. How can you slap some sense into a chick that's just fucking losing her mind? Where's your wife or the mother? Where is the, uh, the role model? Because, uh, dad, she found your porn collection a while back and that's that's different your daughter finding your porn collection uh versus your son finding your porn collection that's uh, a little bit different you know damn so uh that's what i think happened here you uh you need to you need to see a counselor because you've got a lot coming for you in the next 20 years but uh, also i think you need to talk to uh the mother and see if if she can kind of relate to something about this see if you guys can tag team this 
and see it. And if the mother's dead, um, you have no chance in hell because it doesn't sound like you're dating at all. <laughs> no. Uh, you're probably, yeah. <laughs> nice. Nothing, nothing's happening. No, that was harsh. But uh, no, uh, find a female role model for that lady, uh, that little lady to look at because you're not the type of role model that she's finding any sort of enforcement in. She doesn't take you seriously. doesn't respect you. So you need someone that can actually slap the shit out of her. Uh, I agree. Uh, it sounds like she does need to be slapped around. So if the, she's not getting slapped around in a detention center or something, she must be one of the bigger girls. So uh, I don't know. Get her like skinnier or something so she gets beat up more. Right? She needs to get beat up more. I don't know. Something needs to happen. Usually that's the solution. When you get beat up, you get pretty humble about what you used to do just humble about life and everything it's like fuck dude i didn't make it out of that i yeah. i don't know what i'm doing i gotta fix some shit well that was fucked up man it's fucked up i don't know what to do about 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 nasty teens i got a question for you did you watch the irishman oh oh boy did i ever watch it a few times i gotta tell you it's a very long movie so people are like a few times how'd you watch it so like the <clears throat> there's there's ways to watch things. So I feel like uh, there was like three episodes in this movie. There's like you could split it up into threes or something like that. I didn't do it, but I noticed it the three different times I watched the movie that there definitely is opportunities where you can kind of leave it at that one, come back to it, pick it up right there. It's like four different sections. Three or four, yeah. Forty-five minutes each, I think. <coughs> yeah. It's a three and a half hour film, so. When I was, yeah. the fact that About I watched four, it three five, times, five, I looked back to watch it. Pure classic Scorsese. Dude, I love the narrations. I love the um, the way the story kind of flows into each other. Um, you do have to pay attention consistently throughout the film. Like, don't the even timelining, dude. Just because it bounces back and forth so quickly, like you don't even know what's going. on. You're like, why the fuck is De Niro young again? I didn't understand at first why they were jumping around so much. I felt like. He was kind of biting off a little, like he was going away from what he does uh, normally. But then he did that in um, Goodfellas a little bit. On which part? When he first, he had to do the same CGI type stuff with Robert De Niro when he went back. And like the first time he, he was introduced to, to De Niro's character in that bar. When he came in, he was a young 30-year-old. Yes. He did the same type of thing where he kind of jumped around in the middle, but that was only three scenes where he jumped around. It felt like the first seven scenes or something in this, he was hopping all over the timeline. It was all over the place, but it was all over the place for a reason, though. That's what I was was happy to say. He wrapped it up at the end of that first segment that I was talking about. It seemed like that whole first segment, he was jumping around the timelines, and then he finally honed in on where he was actually going to start meeting. Yeah, because it's like all scattered, but it all leads to one path. And Which then, I think was really cool in the beginning when he was just like, is that the place? And he goes, yeah, that's the place. And, he, and then he's just like, you remember that place? And he's like, man, has it been that long? And then that's when they flash back to that's when they met. I felt like it was a completely different type of movie until they met Hoffa. Then it was a, then it was like a, it got dark, dude. it was like a Pacino movie. It was like Heat or something Bro. a little bit. That's all, uh, uh, not Pacino, but um, Pesci. Man, that guy is like, he was. I have like I have never experienced an actor on on screen where I actually felt terrified about. Fuck them. Yeah. That shit. That was that was that one got me. But I think he stole it. 
just as Pacino was trying to steal it, you know? Yeah. That movie was all De Niro. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up the obvious in that there was a seventy is he seventy fucking six? Seventy six years old, seventy three, yeah, something exactly, crazy but. like that. And he goes back and he actually did the action sequences for a thirty year old man where he's beating the shit out of beating the shit out of a dude out front of the, out yeah. front of that thing. Which store. was awkward as fuck. That's the top most awkward scene for me. Yeah. Was when he was because he was like stutter step in to do it and you, you know it was it was weird it was he's very rigid and i wish just for those scenes you had a stand in and say because it was it was the the shot was far out you could tell it was de niro but it didn't need to be de niro for it yeah it makes you wonder though you know 76. 76 yeah it makes you it just makes you wonder like wh- like why why didn't he think of why that? didn't they why didn't they think but of then that? i'm thinking like, what was because the that was Dude, it was. I think it was highlighting the talents of the actors. Like, dude, still, they didn't have to, but they did, and they were willing to do it. But, dude, but that and they back, still sold it. It goes back to the whole fucking Todd from Breaking Bad in the Breaking Bad movie, El Camino, where he's like fucking fat. There's art and to he's it. Not skinny Todd. There's anymore. art to letting that actor be that actor, though. Like, it's still like going to. Uh, I think we all need to kind of look back. Like, there, there is a. There, there is more of a production to a, a a movie and things like that. So I do think we need to take like their appearance and, and their stature and like how they carry themselves. That definitely needs. If you want to be convinced in a movie now, it's got to be magic. Everything's got to do it. But with with everyone criticizing CGI and shit like that, I don't think Martin Scorsese spent a shitload of fucking money on CGI what for was this. It like ninety million dollars. Yeah, I don't think he wanted. I think he wanted to still give the actors a chance to shine through the fucking computer so to give them a chance to do that but i think there were a couple opportunities missed with some of those scenes where you could where he's the one where he's beating the shit out of the dude have a a younger dude do that where he can carry his shoulders a little lower more relaxed and actually carry through with kicking yeah because the dude's acting was over the top compared to to his beat down yeah and i think and there's another scene where he's actually he's like walking over these bigger rocks to throw a, a gun in the river and like he's supposed to be in between 30 and 40 in here and he looked every bit of 70 walking over the water and like i fuck i'm a big de niro fan and everything i really appreciate and love that they took a chance and let let him carry through and do all that because what i think what scorsese highlighted here is the talents of all these high level actors in this because it wasn't just the dialogue that they use. It's their their facial, their tonal features, everything that they use. Their, I, and they're a little older, so their body language and everything was a little more stiff. But the dialogue in each of those guys' face and how they acted their characters, that last scene between the three of them, between De Niro, uh, Pesci, and um, uh, Pacino, where Pesci pretty much tells spoilers alerts you probably should have said that in the beginning dude my bad (laughs) (laughs) but anyway there's the scene where he gets intense and tells him tells de niro what's got to be done it is what it is you know these are fucking old men acting like this but this was a scary fucking scene just the power of this fucking dude and then my favorite scene was at the end when he's withered you know he doesn't look that powerful then he's talking like i like that guy He's a good fucking guy. We didn't have to do what we did. 
fuck them. Yeah. I was just like, oh. Oh, God. It doesn't fucking... They were his friend, you know? He was their friend. He was right next to him. His fucking son drove him to the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's fucking crazy. Wow. And and, And then there's also the thing is how reputable is the whole story. So that so that that at that point it's like that's you you thought I thought that the sun was gonna get wagged too. I had no idea I was like, Oh my god, did the sun he was the fucking sun in on it? Yeah. And that was a horrible but he they, wasn't. Didn't they kill him later though? Like, no, nah, he had no fucking idea. Well according to the story, because he talks about it. He says that he felt sorry for him. Yeah. Because he said that I actually felt really bad about it. Yeah. Because he had nothing to do with it. But they had to fucking get rid of him anyways. Yeah. Yeah, well, they had to get all, uh, rid of all the loose ends, right? Yeah. So it was just the three of them. They, oh, they, everybody died. So brutal. That's but then, even at the end when the guy's just like, everybody, everybody's dead, man. Everybody. <laughs> There's nobody alive anymore. Just But then, all right, so the whole the whole basis of the story is based off of a novel. The yeah. basis of I the heard true you paint story. Houses. Yeah. yeah, I heard you paint houses, which was the first thing that Hoffa said to, what's the what's the guy's name? Uh, to uh, Ed, uh, Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Frank. Frank Sheeran. Frank Sheeran. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> What's Ed Sheeran's song? What's Ed Sheeran's song? Uh, all of them. All of them are Ed Sheeran's songs. <laughs> all of them. Oh, shit. Damn. I've, I I've guess I found Nikki's face. All of them. All of them are great. All of them. I love Ed Sheeran. What part, what, what part of you is available for Ed Sheeran? All of it. All you of see, it. You see that meme that I did? Well, it was fucking uh, the dude from Mask. With Cher, remember that movie? Oh, that about was a de- long time ago. That's a two-year-old meme, dude. And then I put on there. I said, "I said I'm gonna tell my kids this is Ed Sheeran." <laughs> but that the book I heard you paint houses for the Frank Sheeran. That's actually an interview of Frank Sheeran and that novelist. And that's the only character that's left out of the movie. Yeah, is the dude that wrote the book. And so what I but think is he not- wasn't. He wasn't left out. We are the not when, when he's yes. when he's yes. in the beginning. Fuck yeah, yeah, when dude. he's in the beginning talking I and saying it. all this. Yeah, because, so, because there's a there's a picture of Frank Sheeran yeah. in the wheelchair, like a real picture of Frank Sheeran in the wheelchair yeah. wearing that same outfit that fucking De Niro's wearing. Mm-hmm. And and then that's when he went to go in. He took that picture. Yeah. The, the author took that picture. For the book or the, the sleeve I think thing. He, I don't know if he did yeah, for, for dust, whatever, the but dust he, cover he's or the one that took that picture of him in the wheelchair. So the thing is, like a lot, a lot of people are saying the whole thing is not credible because the whole story is bullshit. Of course, you know, he's like he's not, he's full of shit. That guy never did any of that shit. But I mean, dude, who cares? Like that, his his history in the war though, he is one of the guys that spent uh, four hundred days in the war, which is four times more than anyone you average of anyone spent in World War One. You know, so this dude he went through a lot, and that is a fact. That this dude Frank Sheeran did do all that time and did do everything he said he did in the war. He fought in uh, thing was Germany, uh, France, and, and um, Italy, and things like this. So he he said everything in the war taught him how to be just stone cold, not give a shit. So as long as someone was giving him an order, telling him to do it, he didn't give a shit. You know. It's so an that's incre- it's an incredible movie, man. <clears throat> it's and a good. I, uh, and I think that uh, I highly recommend it. Look, here's the thing: a lot of people are are, are talking shit about it. There's a lot of people that, that have their opinions, but you know what? I think it fuck them. <laughs> I fucking love that movie, dude. I think it truly highlights the talents of some fucking classical, some old school heavyweight dude, actors. I just love mob flicks, bro. 
it's like, I like Scorsese films, dude. Period. And it, dude, okay, so it's like good, he hasn't. Good fa- films, I don't think he has. Casino. He hasn't failed. He hasn't failed oh, in a man. while. Like, come on. Has he? What, what was a bad one he he's done in a while? None. He's every movie he makes is fucking gold. You think so? Everything. It's gotta be. The The Departed. Yeah, it's not a golden toilet. Huh. Remember that one? All right, let's transition into our fucking last segment of our show. <laughs> All right, dude. So check this out. We're gonna try something different. Uh, we're gonna do movie trivia. I got I got five different clips from some very popular films. Oh, it's coming to me. And I'm gonna I'm gonna play them for you. And I want to see how well versed you are in movies. Oh shit. Okay, so I'm gonna movie play, clips. I like movies. I'm gonna play the scenes from these movies, and right. I want you to tell me what movie they are from. All right, I'm okay. really bad with names and stuff. So I did I did my best to to find something that was popular, but at the same time. Popular. Challenging. I'm popular. All right, let's see if this. I'm a quarterback. Here we go. I'm pop. All right. You ready? Oh uh, yeah. Here we go. All right, let's go. I was flat broke. All my money was tied up in our drug dealing venture. Yeah, that's uh, half baked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, this is half baked with Dave Chappelle. This is the scene where he's fucking. What me. year did that come out? 1998. Fuck, I was gonna say six. Okay, all right. All 1998. Right. All right, that's Class- that's bringing me classic all comedy. Right. All right. You know, that's the scene where he meets up with Mary Jane. Yeah. At the courthouse. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all Wait. right. All right. I, did I interrupt that that scene too quick? No, that's good. You got yeah. you got some knowledge on you. Yeah. All right, I'm trying to get. All a right. Little, I'm telling you, these it's really hard to be competitive with these because. Unless I go like indie films or something like that. But yeah, I, it's hard with with the commercial films. Cause okay, the, cause with the, we, the like the big pop culture ones. We watch a lot of movies. Yeah, that's true. Okay, here we go. I'm a loser. Here's the next one. Here's the next one. Here we go. All right. There's some cheering. There's some cheering. Some. Oh, that is oh shit. So that was <laughs> Denzel Washington. This wait a minute. John Q. Oh <laughs> I was about to say the siege. Uh but Frank. He said Frank, didn't he? Yeah. That was that was the interpreter for John Q. Was yeah. the character Frank, which was uh, Robert Duvall. Uh, Duvall. Yep. All right. Yeah. Duvall. yeah. I love Robert Duvall, man. Dude, I love both of them. He Robert <laughs> Duvall has been playing the same character since he played the negotiator. He's typecast. He's the negotiator. He's the police negotiator you know in Falling Down. Or was it Falling Down? Yes. Or, yes. Yeah, the one with uh, uh, Michael Douglas. God damn, that's a great movie. That is the most underrated fucking. 90s movie of all time i think if you guys have not seen is it fallen or falling Falling down down? falling down down. if you've not seen falling down with michael douglas that's a good question hold on let me let me yeah let's double check that fucking shit i'm 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 sorry no need for the f word on that what the fuck no need for the f and shit (laughs) all right no just joke yeah it is falling down falling down if you guys haven't seen that fucking movie is it free on like YouTube or some shit like that? Oh, Find I, out. You guys are streaming so. all sorts of shit. You're falling you know, down. Netflix is has got so many competitors out there. You're on Disney Plus. I'm sure Falling Down is not on Disney Plus, but 
look for it on Amazon Prime or one of them things. Watch that goddamn movie. It's pretty. It's still so relevant. You ready? Yeah. Another one. Here's another one. Here we go. It's coming. I don't know what to say, really. Three minutes to the biggest battle of our professional lives all comes down to today. Either we heal as a team. Any given Sunday. I was I had a feeling that was gonna be easy for you because you played football. Uh, that was damn. That movie was dope when it came out. It was like, remember, okay, this there was a big, there was a. If anyone's watching, I'm gonna try to describe a TV show that was out there. There was a football TV show that was a lot like Any Given Sunday. Where it was real hardcore. It was showing like the older older athletes were taking steroids. The younger ones were just all. It was kind of like Ballers, but even darker i think it was on like spike tv or even fx maybe it was i think it was fx it was I, on around nip tuck it was like the it, any given sunday reminded me of the football version of blue chips damn you're right yeah blue chips but any given sunday was a little darker because I it was football love any given sunday, though, but i love blue chips movie. too blue, blue chips, chips was, so was dope too yeah man i was going th- i was going through it's odd that a football movie just reminded me of a bunch of old school 90s basketball Dude, movies. the program but my god yeah remember the program the program Holy was crap. the shit bro man with uh what was love it latimer it. latimer the the uh the dude that was taking steroids. Oh, yeah. It. Yeah, oh, my God. Dude, when, I remember that Ooh. scene where he, like, he, he gets all aggressive with that woman. Oh, and, yeah. And I was like, that that showed how fucking big he was. That, yeah, that scene, she because she was like, she, she her torso <laughs> fit in his hand. Yeah. He, he like, grabbed her. He was like, like Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> that, dude, that dude was a beast, bro. Dude. He, and you know what? I think he is the dude that also was Leatherface. Really? Like, he was the big guy, like, playing leather. And maybe in the newer... Um, the one from 2003 or two or something like that, or maybe even the old ones. I don't know. We'll we'll look that up. We gotta, we gotta don't quote me on it. Up, IMDb. Because he reminds me of uh, fucking Booger. Uh, not Booger. Who was uh, uh the guy from the, uh, oh Revenge of the from Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds? Booger, uh, the, Ox or uh, Ogre. Is it Ogre. Is it Ogre? Ogre. Yeah. Ogre? Nerds. <laughs> 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 yeah, like you can smell a mountain shit. <laughs> okay, let's do the next one, All dude. Right. <laughs> All right, reel me in, reel me in, reel me in. All right, here we go. This one, nerds. This one you might, hopefully, you gonna know. get me. Yeah, I think I am. Is it a chick flick? No, I can't hear anything yet. Hold on, it's coming. Hurry up. It's fucking buffering, dude. What the fuck? Can't believe you guys. Do you both wake up in the morning, call each other up? Good morning, Marcus. Good morning, Mike. How you doing? Aight. So, how are we going to fuck up the captain's life today? Oh, my God. I totally know that goddamn movie. He's a little, little captain. Little guy, bald hair, got the mustache, right? No. Ah, where is that guy? All right. How are you going to fuck? Totally off. Oh! Is it one or two? Bad boys. Oh, shit. Because it, you know what? It's one of the only movies where the captain is a white guy because the two main characters are black. Every other movie, the captain is usually a black guy. I never noticed that. Ah. I never noticed that. So wait, Lethal wait. Weapon, all of them. It's just like, it's well, like Lethal it's, Weapon, there was a black guy and a white guy. So yeah, he did. Captain? 
the first one, the first two, it was a black guy, right? Yeah. And then the white guy came in on three and four. Okay. Right? I don't know. So you guys you, check out. What you're saying is is that it's usually the captain's usually what? black, then the other guys are white. Usually. It, but not no, if there if there if there's at least one white main character is black. But remember Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker? Yes. Captain was black though. So uh, my theory he does the stand up. Gotcha. Okay. I got a good one for you. This one you're gonna get. I already I already know it. You're, you're, right? You're gonna Wasn't get the it. captain black and and No. Wait a minute. There was like three captains because you had the regular captain. And then you had the no, FBI cause captain. Because in, in Rush Hour 2. It was in Hong Asian. Kong. It was, it was an, an Asian, Asian captain. Man, Rush Hour was just changing the game. Dude, I love that movie. Okay, That's here we great. go. Ready for the next one? Which one? Three? All right, this one you're, you're, I know you're going to get. If you don't get this, dude, then something's wrong with you. How many have we done? Five? This is our last one. All right. In prison, dinner was always a big thing. We had a pasta course. I just mentioned this. A meat or a fish. It's where they fucking slicing that garlic. Doing a year for contempt, mm, and he yeah. had this wonderful Making system. that prison pasta sauce. That's Goodfellas right there. Hell yeah, classic Goodfellas scene. Oh yeah, I love me some Goodfellas. <sighs> Gotta watch that maybe once a year. It's still a good movie. Once a year, I I at least watch The Godfather once a year. My mom and I watch it every Christmas. That's our How Christmas is that a movie. Christmas movie, dude? Uh, you know what? It just it happens to be our Christmas movie. It's her favorite movie, and it just so happens to be one of mine as well. I love The Godfather. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's a good movie. I just don't understand how it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> well, it's uh, my mom's Christmas movie, so uh, fuck off. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I'm saying they proclaim it as a Christmas movie. Uh, it actually is proclaimed as yeah. a Christmas uh, Well, okay, hold on. Not that it's your mom's Christmas movie. I, I respect that. I'm saying in general. Yeah, most of most of it takes place it during. It only comes out during Christmas. Most of it actually Christmas. does take place during Christmas time. Oh, man, I guess that's why then. Yeah. It's like, dude, what are some of your favorite? Okay, maybe that might be some uh, another topic of conversation. It is. Maybe in, for in another our, day, another yeah. episode. If you tune in, <laughs> you might hear it. It can be. Maybe. All right. Cool. So. That's it for our episode of the Fermunda Show. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for uh, checking us out here. Again, I am Michael Cardoza. My name is Travis Miner. And uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel Bing. on your podcast station, uh, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Google, whatever it may be. Just find us on the podcast. Smoke signals. Subscribe. Make sure you rate us out of five all times. Nothing less than that. Okay. Skywriters. I appreciate it. Also, find us online at Instagram, which is at the Fermunda Show, or on Facebook at the Fermunda Show. Okay, mm. and uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Chickadee chow chow, brown cow. See ya. Bye bye. Peace out.